Hey tribe and welcome to another episode of What's the Tea podcast. I hope you're doing well and you're looking forward to today's episode. Our special guest is Catchy from the newly launched platform Up Women for women to level up in their businesses and their careers. Catchy is also a lawyer and a mum to two beautiful boys who are very similar ages to my children, three years old and seven months. I don't know how she does it all, but in today's episode, we'll be finding everything out about her amazing career and her business today. As always, here's a disclaimer that we are mums and there will be children, mainly baby Eden, making noise in the background, but the show must go on. Hey lovely mamas, today's episode is brought to you by Tide Business Current Accounts. When I was searching for the best place to open a business current account, I came across Tide and was impressed with the fact that they aim to spark inspiration and encourage people to discover their entrepreneurial spirit. Tide saves people time and money by making it easy for entrepreneurs to start their business and do what they love. Tide is actually the only place in the UK where you can register a limited company and open a business account all in one process and all for free. What's even better is that they cover the £12 incorporation fee with Companies House so you can start your business journey easily with Tide. It's a very simple process that can be done in minutes. Tide business current accounts charge no monthly fees and come with many features to make your life as an entrepreneur easier, such as included account integrations, schedule payments, and my personal favorite, easy invoicing. I love how I can send, pay, and track invoices through their easy to use intuitive system. To start your business with Tide today, visit www.tide.co-start and have a look at the terms and conditions in the show notes. Hey, Hachi. Hi, Tinuke. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm well. I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> oh, and bless you, Eden. Um, amazing there. So I'm going to just go straight in. We're going to ask mm-hmm. you some quick fire round questions, this or that. Okay. Let me know the first thing that comes into your head. Sure. All right. KFC or McDonald's? KFC. Beach holiday or adventure holiday? Beach holiday. Ice cream or frozen yogurt? Oh, ice cream. You know what? Frozen yogurt is actually not that bad. And it's healthier. Have you tried it? I feel like occasionally I do, but if I had to, if I had a choice, I would definitely go for ice cream. (laughs) What's your favorite ice cream? Just good old plain vanilla. I know. I know. Very plain. <laughs> Very plain, but it just it just does the job for me. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. So you know, sometimes I actually go for a plain well, well a vanilla milkshake in McDonald's if that counts. So I get what you mean. Sometimes you just no flavors, just no flavors, just the you know, the good stuff. Yeah. Sometimes I try to mix and match and it just doesn't feel like ice cream anymore. <laughs> right. I hear that completely. Although I'm a I'm a salted caramel fan, honestly. You know, I was going to say that is like a second option so when i feel quite fancy i'm like yes give me salted caramel but on a good day i'm just like yeah vanilla it is love me some salted caramel <laughs> okay cool clothes or shoes uh shoes oh you're a shoe girl nice okay they're easier to purchase aren't they it's just like okay i love this pair of shoes and that's it like clothes they could be hit or miss you know mm, but if you're yeah. a size six you're a size six most yeah. times right yeah. are you a size six 
I am. You know what? I used to be a size six. I'm not going to lie. I used to be a size six until I had S. <laughs> I figured the babies changed the shoe size for you. I'm telling you. I was so shocked. I was like, why do I just not fit into any of It doesn't make sense to me. And I started buying like size seven. I was like, wow. So my, my feet really grew. Like they mm-hmm. actually grew. Mm-hmm crazy so i've had a number of moms that um their feet grew just after having their babies so yeah it's a real it's a real thing thank god because i thought i was the only one no okay uh london or lagos oof lagos yes okay definitely lagos with this crappy weather going on mm -mm. yeah that's a tricky question but let me stick to lagos okay yeah Uh, it was it was a trick question because i know obviously uh, (laughs) <laughs> we'll go into why that's a tricky question in a bit but okay lagos for you what's worse doing the laundry or doing dishes dishes oh, it's laundry for me laundry ironing all of that i hate it I well hate when it. i say hmm, well when i say laundry i think it's the shortcut laundry <laughs> i'm not thinking about the whole thing i'm just thinking of getting the clothes clean <laughs> yeah even even that just it's just a chore like getting the clothes in the washing machine I hate it. <laughs> I hate. Give me the dishes, or that's fine. I will listen to a, you know, a podcast. Podcast, like, yeah. A book or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I'll I'll hide for like 15, 20 minutes doing the dishes. I'm mm-hmm. only washing one or two plates. So, <laughs> yeah, that's my thing. Laundry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I don't mind laundry so much. I think maybe because now you know there's a washing machine and for me it's just like easier growing up we used to wash by hand and for me that right. was, that's a, that's a, that's a chore so right yeah. now i'm like i can't complain too much you know there's there's, there's a washing machine that that's easier <laughs> okay that's fair enough okay <laughs> do you prefer work mm-hmm. parenting or traditional parenting Tinukan, that is such a. Tr- I mean, what is work parenting and what is traditional parenting? I'm wow. gonna have to say a blend of both, right? Yeah, yeah. Work parenting is, you know, the whole kind of. I wouldn't even say new age parenting because mm-hmm. these things have probably been around for a long time. But in terms of what we have been exposed to now, mm-hmm. <laughs> say traditional parenting, you know, that hardcore African Nigerian kind of yeah. like, that kind of. Yeah, when I say traditional, that's what I mean, like smacking, mm. that kind of thing. But it yeah. depends, you see. Like, I'm not totally against disciplining. So if the woke parenting is, you know, no discipline, then then that's why I say for me, it's probably potentially a mix of both, right? Yeah. Just depends on how far we define those terms. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I saw a meme, or is it a meme or like a, like a someone's IGTV video, and she was like trying to be really like you know like new age, like oh darling, can you pass me that pen? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, she did a um, she did like a, a skit of herself, like a younger, yeah. and she gave so as a child basically, and she gave mm. the the mum the pen with her left hand. Why? <laughs> right. right. She came back with like a gilly and everything. She was like, 
how dare you give me with your left hand? Give me the house. It honestly made me cackle because but, but then if it's that, for example, then it would I would definitely be woke parenting because I mean there's nothing wrong in giving I don't think there's anything wrong in giving like having a child use their left hand in if 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 that is the primary hand that they use for for daily activities then i don't see what's so wrong in it you know yeah 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 honestly um yeah so funny that thing really made me laugh but it really made me think okay cool like that this is definitely a discussion i want to start having on the platform in terms of Mm -hmm. i know like obviously that they're, when they're babies and then they're toddlers and then you know that it really brings out another side of you that it you're like does. oh gosh what do I do how do I manage this this is it does I, I just want to do what I normally you mm-hmm. know do. like my 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 default is to kind of do what I've been what I've grown up with but obviously mm-hmm. that may or may not be right depending on how you think but anyway let's 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 move on we could be on this topic for a long time I know I know I was just going to say that you know the first zero to two years you're like oh you know I don't believe in disciplining I talk to the kids all nicely and that's all well and good because you haven't gotten to the toddler stages and then you get to three and it's a whole new right and you're like okay where do i really stand this is testing my patience where do i really stand (laughs) honestly the way they test you and i think you know what because everyone's like oh you know i I won't call them terrible we speak Mm -hmm. no i wouldn't i wouldn't (laughs) you Mm -hmm. know everyone's like yeah it's awful you know you're gonna be in for it it wasn't it wasn't the the two-year-old stage for me it was when you turned three i'm like ah yeah i agree with you i agree i thought two was so long i think you know twos they had a bit of he began to grow into himself and but i didn't i didn't find it terrible i actually didn't i had i enjoyed it but now threes there's just so much more i'm like okay vocabulary is improving so he's able to express himself more Mm -hmm. say what he wants say what he doesn't Mm -hmm. and then there's just that defiance as well it's I'm like, okay, did we mix it up? Should this have been the two? <laughs> yeah, for real. For real. No one actually prepares you. Like, actually, no. nothing can prepare you for that three nature. That's what it I is. Agree. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, this, this is a whole topic in itself. But, all right, let me get on with the questions. TV on okay. or off? Sorry? TV on or off? TV off. TV off. Okay. Mm-hmm. Music? Or just silence when you're working. Silence. Really? Oh my god, I can, I cannot, I cannot. I have to have something in the background. <laughs> I cherish the silence. I don't mind it at all. Yeah, you know what? I suppose when you've got two kids and you're running yeah. everything you're doing, silence is actually going. Yeah. Yeah. Now these days, I don't mind it. <laughs> Would you prefer to go on a drive or go for a walk? A drive. (laughs) I say that knowing that I should be doing more walks, but I I would typically go on a drive. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. And my last question, obviously, post-COVID and Mm -hmm. lockdown and stuff, would you prefer to shop online or do you like going into shops? I actually like going into shops. I like the experience, yes. I tend to to shop online, buy a bunch of things and just find myself returning it. I don't know why. (laughs) 
fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so, perfect. Thank you so much. That Thank was lovely. you. That was so much fun. <laughs> okay, great. So my first question is, tell us a bit about yourself, your career, your business, your family, anything you want our listeners to know about you. Okay, so my name is Katia Tiladeshina. I am a mom of two boys. My first son is, has just turned three, as you've probably gathered. And then my second son was, um, has just turned seven months. So he, um, yeah, so that's, that's primarily me, I believe, right now. I'm just on maternity leave at the moment. But aside that, I am a solicitor. I work in London. I work as a corporate solicitor and I advise on, (laughs) and that is, that, that's my background essentially. Currently I advise um, startups Mm. on their, you know, from research stage all the way to commercialization to getting into the market. And I do that in the life sciences and biotech sector. So all about commercializing technology. Um, Other than that, I also one a platform called the up women which newly launched very much in the process of you know launching that putting it out there and it has been a long time coming so this in in one sentence is a growth community for ambitious women our purpose is to really provide a platform tools and resources to help women move up in, in their careers, in their businesses, and, in, and grow their money. Well, when I say grow their money, well, you know, take control of their money. Mm. Um, and it's to provide women with an incredible network. I personally just believe that there's so much more that we can get done together when we have access to the right network of women around us. And that's what the Up Women is looking to do. Other than that, I wow, leave it. I'm clicking my fingers, by the way. That is, <laughs> oh, you gave me so much life with that sentence. Wow. <laughs> Sorry to cut you, but wow. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'm so, I'm really passionate about that. I know we'll get into it in the course of the podcast. Um, but yeah, that's just a brief introduction. So I leave with my family in Milton Keynes. I enjoy, I work in London, living Milton Keynes. So pre-COVID, I used to do quite a bit of the commute. I enjoy like books and podcasts, cooking, interior decor. I'm generally a homebody, but I just enjoy hanging with people as well. But at the same time, being on my own, if that makes sense. I also run a lifestyle blog. Well, I have a lifestyle blog, um, my personal blog, which is now like a motherhood I blog about motherhood mostly and personal development and just being the best that you can be really. Wow. You're phenomenal. <laughs> That's amazing. You flatter me, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, from the moment I met you, I was just like, yes, she is amazing. I can literally just tell she's very all about like women, all about people, all about empowerment. Mm-hmm. And I checked out your blog and I was like, oh, wow, she just, you, I just get this vibe that you're just so like lovely and you just want to share and help. Oh. Like you're, you're just, yeah, you're dope. And I'm so blessed to 
actually have you you know like in my life and just the content that you share just everything that you do you're just so helpful you're yeah you're 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 amazing you're doing some amazing things for women out there thank you yeah yeah, thank you that means so much to me it's a mutual feeling and i'm sure you know this anyway (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you you. but like yeah with your new platform Mm -hmm. um, i just i think it's it's just so phenomenal to see Mm -hmm you know, what you've, what you've achieved with it, um, so far and how we, you know, I do want to talk more about how it came about and, you know, what, what that looked like Mm -hmm. practically, especially navigating, relaunching the platform through lockdown, having a baby and all of that kind of thing. But yeah, (laughs) just so you know, you're amazing and I really appreciate you and your platform. Thank you, mama. (laughs) No, well done. And, and and I didn't know that um that's the type of I knew you were a corporate lawyer, but I didn't know exactly the area. So that kind of explains a lot about you know your platform and what you do and startups and helping people. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm really I think it's that innovation. I just like to see, okay, this is the idea. How can we then make it feasible, you know, in the market? And that whole journey from proof of concept to as we say to exit you know mm. um that for me is such an interesting journey and i find myself these days being so fascinated with the business so starting my own entrepreneurial journey as well I'm like okay this is the real thing let's put it into practice all the things that i've been learning that is yeah it's been exciting so far yeah so if there's anybody to get startup advice um from for your business it's you <laughs> potentially i could help yes core specialty is law um so commercial law corporate law i'll Mm -hmm. advise on the legal implications i'll advise on the you know um commercial contracts that you need to put in place um Mm -hmm. the corporate structure of your business and the best ways to to put that together so yes definitely but for for a full startup definitely you would need more more than just more than just me but i'm very happy to to advise on other things as well fantastic thank you so you've obviously i kind of briefly mentioned that you relaunched your platform Mm -hmm. so can you tell us a little bit more about it what was it before what caused you to you know relaunch and to kind of pivot if you like uh, yeah talk us through that i will gladly um so essentially when i moved to the uk from Nigeria. I moved in 2014, I believe, shortly after I got married. And we, I moved here. And it was a bit tricky just trying to navigate the new scene for me. I didn't have family here. I didn't have friends. I, you know, and it was almost like I was starting, starting a new life. I was starting a new career because I had previously qualified as a solicitor in Nigeria and I was requalifying here. So I was working in the city in London, fast paced environment, not knowing anyone. And I somewhat re- in, realized that I needed to find a new circle and maybe not so consciously, but then I started blogging and I knew that there must, there must be people going through the same journey that I had, or there must be people who find themselves in similar situations who had like um, immigrated or who had moved or for some reason just needed guidance. And that's what 
I wanted to share my journey. So I really started randomly. I just thought, you know what, I'll start a blog. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any idea what a blog was. Um, I didn't know how to build one. I didn't know what it would look like. But I remember my friend mentioning the platform that she'd used. And I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to try this. So I created a, I didn't even know what I wanted to blog about. So I remember my friends asking me, what are you going to blog about? And I said, I don't know. But anything that comes to mind, right? I could blog about, you know, my moving here. I could blog about my relationship. I could share my career tips. I could share, you know, lifestyle posts, decorating a house, whatever it is. As long as there was value. And I thought other women in my shoes would find value in that as well. So I created the blog. Um, very, I was very shy about it. I put the first blog post. I shared it on Facebook. And the reception was great. I mean, yes, it was Facebook. So it was a lot of people who knew me personally. But the encouragement, that really encouraged me. The feedback was, was great. And I just kept going. So I was like, okay, I'll keep blogging. So I, I then started some categories so there was career there was lifestyle there was travel so as I was leaving my life essentially my travel tips oh how to get a visa to go to this country or how to you know succeed at work what to do in a new job how to negotiate your salary offer all of those tips that I have gathered that I knew because I'm quite um I'm quite I read a lot, right? I, I, I feel like I'm actually, I have a lot of knowledge and I know that for me, well, at the risk of flattering myself, but um, I know that for me, I always want to teach. I always want to impact. I always want to share. I always want to see women just rise up to their potential. So for me, I, my, the purpose of my blog was what is anything that is valuable and my blog really just took off right people would read the post people would comment even at a time when comment sections of popular magazines were not even or popular blogs and pages were not even popping i would have as much as 50 100 comments on my blog it was an organic community began to form. It wasn't even just about me anymore. There were people who would meet the women who would meet themselves in the comment section and share advice, share tips, share experiences. And, and that was just beautiful to see. I met so many women, many of whom are still my friends today through that blog between, you know, 2016 and and 2018, when I started blogging, when I um, held my first event, the natural progression for me was then from the pages of the blog, I thought, oh, how wonderful would it be to actually have a real life event in London here that I'm trying to make London, UK, where I'm trying to make, you know, my new home. And so I hosted I thought I'd host a bloggers brunch for other women who were blogging and trying to figure out this content creation life. And that was, that was just amazing. So we had that event, a couple of volunteers and my friends um, helped me out with it. We hosted 20 women and that was what kicked off. So it, I started calling it the catchy tea circle as an, a circle of women who really just wanted to, move up <laughs> who really wanted to level up who really wanted to have a good time who really wanted to grow um share resources that organic community and in the space of two 
for the we started we had that first event in November 2018 and between then and the end of 2019 I just host I hosted about 12 more events and the purpose of all of these events were you know empowerment and growth and connection and over 150 women in that year we had we had some really incredible events so we had a charity um amazing um workshop where we provided some materials for babies in um, NICU in collaboration with colorful beginnings we had like vision board workshops we had like creative photo shoots where we just walked and explored London we had potluck dinners but we also had like networking goal setting workshops and and that was just fantastic but I began to think what is the future of this it still sounded like a hobby it still sounded like something I was doing for fun and I knew I wanted a much bigger platform in 20, the end of 2019 I really want I think that was when I started to think okay what is the future and I wanted to really practically empower um, someone a woman who was striving to grow in her business mm -hmm. so we hosted a pitch competition we crowdfunded a thousand pounds and asked some women to women who were interested in growing their business to submit a pitch on how 1000 pounds would help them grow their business. Mm -hmm. And so we received some incredible pitches. We had four finalists and that was, that was last December. So that was just a really good for me. I then saw the potential, right. And my plan for 2020 was to simply then rebrand the community mm. and, and just, you know, take away that personal element because it was bigger than me. It wasn't catchy tea circle. I wanted a name that reflects what this community is truly. And right. then secondly, I wanted some structure. So it wasn't about me hosting random events when I felt like I had some time. It was about what is, how can I bring women together in this platform? How can I bring structure to this, to this? So what we've ended up with now is the Up Women. It's a digital platform and a membership circle. So these are, these are the two components. As a digital platform, we will continue to create like resources, would have blogs, um, you know, would have the blog, potentially have the podcast, things continue to put out content that empowers women, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Share stories, have conversations, have events. And then as the membership circle is then the more intimate network where women who feel like they need that support that connection want to meet more women and then with all of the extra benefits that that come with the circle so yes yeah, so we've just rebranded to to the up women and and that's where we are right now that's a bit windy but yeah i hope you get the picture <laughs> wow and what an amazing journey you know from something that your friends were like what are you even going to blog about to mm -hmm fully fledged membership where you know you're providing resources you're providing community literally for women to level up in their business and their careers like what a, what an amazing you know in such a short amount of time as well two years I mean that's not a long time as yeah. much as a long time and when you're in it it feels long but it's actually not it's not it's not you know to go from like literally blogging to events to this it's really yeah. it's a really nice sort of timeline and I'm sure it's been filled with ups and downs and everything but you are where you are now and, and you should Indeed. be yourself and that's you know, it's, it's a lot to get to this point which we'll obviously get get into but 
yeah, I think you should definitely be proud of yourself because that's amazing. Literally. Thank you. So good that you had this idea mm. and you've been able to build on it, you know, and pivot when you needed to pivot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, 2020 had its own plans. But oh my gosh, I know. <laughs> the fact that you've still been able to launch this year, mm-hmm. yourself on the back and you're helping yeah. so many others. You know, I, I mentioned to you, like, you know, uh, in your newsletter from last mm-hmm. week, that resource, like, wow, like, wow, just wow. <laughs> like, and you're providing, you know, so much valuable yeah. information for people. So, yeah, what you're doing is, it, I, I understand what you mean when you say it's so much bigger than you. Yeah. You're literally helping to change people's whole, like, career paths and whole mm-hmm. business journeys. And, it, yeah, so it's... Yeah, it's not be smarting or. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah, it's oh dear. That's I, it's funny you say that it's only been two years, and that is that is actually true because in, in an interesting twist of fate, the very first event we had was eleventh mm-hmm. November twenty twenty was eleven November twenty eighteen. Right. So eleven eleven twenty eighteen, and so this year when I was going to launch, I thought. I thought I'll be done with all of this by August, but with COVID and, you know, baby and no help and things just kept dragging. And ultimately I ended up revealing the new name on 11th November, 2020. So that was interesting. Like it's been exactly two years since our first event. and, And here we are. Um, wow forging ahead that's good oh covid man <laughs> i know, I know. Uh, but it's fine everything in due course one yeah. step at a time honestly and you know what it's it's great that although you know you wanted to launch something in august <laughs> you just thought well you're not gonna come and kill yourself no, right no you just you know one yeah one foot in front of the other and you're like okay august didn't work okay september okay september didn't work october and and even i've had to like you said i've had to rejig a few things i've had to the plan was to do a a big lunch but obviously i'm like okay this might not work so we'll do a phased lunch you know Mm -hmm. just lunch all through the year so running a business you kind of have to think what is the best way to do things given the circumstances and if, if this year has has taught us anything then i think it's that really <laughs> yeah no 110 percent. but it ended up being more significant you know launching two on the exactly. two-year anniversary yeah. of your first yeah. event so you're yeah. always gonna, that that's that's one for the books right that's it that's, is that's, you're always gonna remember it's it so, yeah god has a way of doing things right mm-hmm. i agree i agree oh, amazing Amazing. Okay, so you know, you mentioned you're a lawyer and you mm-hmm. also run your blog and your business and everything mm-hmm. else you do. Um currently, are you happy doing both? Or at some point do you think that one will take precedent over the other? It's so interesting. It's a question I seem to have gotten in the past, you know, couple of weeks since yeah. launching the up woman i oh, guess really? because people yeah i guess because people because it's no longer sounding like a hobby yeah no no people, this, people, is, this is people's bread and butter and they, you know so people some people see it as a you know full-fledged and they're like you can't possibly be doing this and still having a day job other people think some people have seen the incredible potential and some people think i should 
totally, you know, ditch my day job in quote. <laughs> and, but the thing is for me, yeah. I, I, at the moment, and you, you mentioned the blog, right? Yeah. It's at the moment. Yes, I do all three, but some things will have to, or have had to take a back seat. So I haven't, I used to blog actively at some point. Um, when I was really into blogging, I used to blog up to four times a week. So four blog posts a week. But in the past six months, I haven't actually, you know, blogged as much as I would have loved to. So yeah. I think some things would generally take, um, find their spot in the priority list, right? Mm-hmm. And it might be that because what I used to do on the blog will in some way be subsumed under the up women right in terms of the content in terms right. of the resources in terms of the community so it might be a natural progression um where the blog might 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 no longer be relevant um but with with the, with both my day job and this i'm really 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 happy to be doing both at okay. this time yeah. i see i see the cost of uh i still enjoy being a lawyer you know i still enjoy being at work but and again this is a startup that i'm being careful as well Mm -hmm. in terms of how i run it and in terms of you know my risk appetite is quite low my risk you know (laughs) to be honest so um but with this also the plan is to run it independently with the up women almost like with a separate team so that it can have a life of its own. I don't necessarily want to be the focus. So I'm hoping to put together a team that would be able to run, run it. Um, yeah, that is the plan for now. Do I see that changing in the future? Potentially, mm-hmm. but at the moment, this, this, this works. Yeah. This works. So... <clears throat> You're a very busy woman then. <laughs> it gets it gets busy, yes. <laughs> it gets busy. I believe, I'm hoping, you know, that in the next few months there would be more. I'll be able to outsource a few more things and yeah. things would run on autopilot, I hope. Um, yeah. and there'll just be a bit more structure which will because I mean I really believe in that it will make sense if I'm telling women bringing women together and saying oh live your best life but here I am scrambling and unable to put my own life together yeah no I completely get that I completely get that and and I think you know I say you're a busy woman of course you're a lawyer full stop yes. that's, that's, that's busy in the yeah, yeah um talk less of everything else you do and running a business but like can we talk a little bit more about outsourcing? Because, yeah. You know, like, when you think of outsourcing, you just think, oh gosh, outsourcing, oh, you're going to have to spend money, and oh gosh, you know, you're weighing up time costs, <sighs> cons, oh, like, talk to me more about, like, outsourcing. Obviously, you're running a business and doing everything you do, like, you are just mm. usually one person. You cannot split yourself into five. No, no. I, for you? if I had my way, I'm one of those people who would outsource every single thing like girl I would like I just think I think my time is so precious that I shouldn't I really shouldn't be doing um 
tasks that are not very valuable or tasks that I'm not great at. So it's a question of value, but it's also a question of expertise and experience. Yes. So for example, launching this, um, the Upwoman, I had to really think, what can I outsource in here and what should I outsource? So of course, building the platform, right? Um, but even things like writing the copy, I'm quite, mm. I actually enjoy writing. So I know that if I sat down, I would write what I needed to go on the website, but that might take me time. And, and, and it might, I just needed someone to say, look, this is what I'm trying to do. Give me the copy for these pages. And then it's easier for me to tweak. Right. Yeah. So right. those sort of elements were things that video, I wanted to do like, um, an introductory video. Yes, I could have fiddled with my tripod and, you know, tr I don't know, put something out there. But again, it was it was about efficiency. It was about the time. It was easier for me to block out one day, mm -hmm. right, and try to fit in a video, photos, and what else did I try to fit in that day? You know, just some videos for the launch, right? And yeah. just okay, this is in the next in the next four hours I'm going to crack that out so I really really believe in outsourcing and I appreciate that these things can come inexpensive right mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. there's a there's a cost element to it for me it's often about the opportunity cost and I will I I many times I don't like I, I don't want to say deprive but I, there's so many things that I don't buy for myself Right. that I know I genuinely might need or because I'm just like, look, I'd rather use this money to pay someone to clean my house, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm not getting those pairs of shoes because look, uh, I'd rather, I'd rather pay for a cleaner, right? Yeah. I'm not getting this, this the, the, the new clothes or the, you know, holidays, a few things just because I think that outsourcing is important to me. And I think it's something more women in particular should adopt without guilt right yeah. i'm not if you can get it cleaner if you can outsource a few things if you can do the laundry you know outsource the laundry if you can get a nanny those those are not necessarily chores that make you a better mom mm -hmm. You know that those are not what your kids will remember. I I think I don't think they'll remember you mopping up their spills and stuff. So mm -hmm. if those are things that you can outsource, then yeah, by all means. I I don't outsource as much as I'd love to, yeah. but it definitely comes in handy in terms of running running the things that I do on a day to day. My okay. husband and I, as a family, also believe in outsourcing. So we do try to prioritize that as much as we can. Fantastic. And you know what? You know when you immediately think of the word outsourcing, you just think, ah, outsourcing. But like you said, it doesn't have to be, you know, something that's or like it, yes, there is a cost element to it, but everything mm -hmm. comes at a price, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Even your time that you think is oh yeah. time is free. Yeah. yeah comes at a price so like what, what's really important to you some people mm -hmm. it's like actually yeah you know what? I do care about going on holidays and I'll work mm -hmm. hard and that kind of thing. but for you it's more okay I don't mind sacrificing certain things to make sure that okay I can outsource some other things and 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 yeah I'll be more present at home or I yeah have time to do 
things that I, I love to do and I want to do and you know and outsourcing doesn't have to be scary it's literally something as, no. as going on Fiverr and trying to find someone to exactly you know you know things that you just don't have the time for or the expertise for so yeah I really like that um I really like that it doesn't it doesn't necessarily always have to cost you an arm and a leg as well no sometimes we don't even punching the numbers we just assume right yeah. sometimes yeah. we don't you know, you're just like, uh, you, have, you, don't, you haven't even checked how much a cleaning person or someone who's going to do your own logo or someone who's going to, you haven't even checked. You're just going to assume that, oh, I'm going to try to do this myself. I love, love a good DIY yeah. um, and, you know, cracking my heading and trying to sort it. But sometimes um, you just have to pay for it. But other than even paying for it, sometimes you have to just look around your community and see who's someone that can help with this yeah tap into your network that might not be outsourcing but still it's leveraging the network and the people around you for their skills um which you can also do on an exchange basis so if i needed someone to design a website for me i'm like oh this is going to take me three hours and it's going to be much longer but hey how about i you know, sort your legal documents for you and you build this for me. That's also something that, well, we can consider because I might enjoy doing the legals bit much more than trying to figure out a website on website. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. You know, that really makes me think of like, you know, I, I don't even know where this concept has come from, but you know, back in the day before money and people would yep. exchange. Oh, Trade you know, by butter. Yeah. Yeah. The market and, oh, I'll exchange my fish for your bread or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it actually doesn't have to be that hard. Like literally yeah. looking at your network and like, yeah. it's that simple. Like what skills can you bring to somebody else in exchange for something else? Like I like that. Just kind of making your life easier because Lord yeah. knows, as a mother full stop talk less <laughs> career woman it's not easy so yeah it's I'm not open and honest about that because yeah yeah it's, it's I, I think I don't know I feel like I feel like sometimes in our community it's like oh you have mm-hmm. a nanny oh you must be rich or but actually there are, some people don't even know there's such things as like nanny share so like say you and a friend you live close mm-hmm. you've got kids that are exactly ages you could potentially invest in the same nanny and do a nanny yes. way. You know, your kids are being brought up kind of together, like brother and sister, or like like siblings. And you know, you've mm-hmm. got the same nanny, and, and it's half the price. You know, yes, things yes. like that. Like we really have to, you know, come out of ourselves and what we yeah. usually think and assume, and and really start to look at like what's out there. Because mm-hmm. the people that are successful, as my mum will say. Which means they don't have two heads, my love. (laughs) They don't have two heads, but they definitely have a whole lot of help. Yes, yes. And I don't, you know, it's fine. And it, yeah, we need to have the conversation really around what can I, like you said, there's nanny shares, there are au pairs, right? If that's something, you might find it a lot cheaper for you and your family and your kids. and, And, you know, it's about finding the best situations that work for you but also making sure that it gives you time to to be present and to do the things that you truly enjoy yeah no no I completely agree with you um and I think this kind of nicely leads me on to my next question is like okay how are you coping with running your business from home Mm -hmm. um with your two young kids and (laughs) your smallest being just seven months same age as Mm -hmm. Ethan yes oh it's been uh girl it's been 
it's been maniac, right? It's been <laughs> intense. It's been intense. I, and, and this is, this is still in the fact that, you know, I was trying to do most of the bulk of it. I was trying to get this out during maternity leave. Yeah. So that by the time I am back to work, it has a life of its own and there's a team running it. Yeah. Um, but even at, so that means I was really cracking on. It's been a lot because lockdown like I said we don't have a lot of family in the UK so it's always been intense I remember it must have been a few weeks into it and we were like look we have to look into getting an au pair right Mm -hmm. We, we have to look into getting someone who can and we had to do that for a little bit but generally I don't even know in retrospect Nuke I feel like I must have been on autopilot you know I remember just a week, I hadn't even announced that I had a baby and I had an Instagram live session on how to navigate your career in in COVID. That was because I had already signed up to do the session before, you know, like my EDD. Um, And I wasn't sure whether baby would come before then, but I was looking at some photos from that period and I was like, goodness, how was I even doing this? Like with a brand new baby, it has been intense. I'm not even going to lie. You know, you're trying to get the baby to sleep, to eat. I've been on video calls with whoever, someone from the team. I've been, you know, try, oh, yeah, I, I, you get the picture. And my yes. husband and I trying to work from home, you know, trying to sort the void. The nurseries were in lockdown. It was really crazy. I'm just glad that the, the worst of it seems to be behind us. At least nurseries are open. My oldest son can go in and, and we're getting to the age now, seven months where my little one is becoming a bit more, you know, he can sit and be on his own and place. So challenging, but I'm still going to say, you know, I've taken it, like I said, one step at a time. Things didn't work out with the launch in August, in September, and I've, I've been fine to move the goalposts, right? Yeah. Like, be, like they say, be stubborn about your goals, but flexible about the methods. I've been yeah. like, okay, you know, I didn't do my big launch. I'm going to do a phased launch. I'm going to do it one step at a time. I didn't have this at the right time. I'm still going to um, do it in November. Um, so, yes, that is with the goal in mind. It's just like, making sure that I'm not burnt out, um, outsourcing, moving the goalpost and just getting all the help that I can get. It's been challenging, but I remind myself that my priority is my family, my mental health and, you know, how I feel before, before any of this. As you were saying all of that, I was just shaking my head. <laughs> because that period i don't yeah. understand how we even is autopilot even look right well i don't know how, i don't know how we got through that with new babies birthing I, new businesses but doing all that we were doing in that time like it was such a surreal time i was literally saying it to someone the other day i was like i don't know if i was dreaming I, Honestly, do you know? Honestly, I blink. Maybe seven months. This is how I feel. And sometimes I think he's still four months. Because I'm like, how did seven months go? How did we? How did we navigate this time? Like, it it must have been crazy. And this is 
Oh gosh, honest, I don't even know what to say. I think it was absolutely maniac. It, it was, it was, oh my gosh, it was just, it, like you said, obviously the worst of it, you know, by God's grace is kind of over, like, and, and it will never be that bad again. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really praying so anyway, because <sighs> for you, mental health, um, just, you know, just everything, like even the kids oh. being home and being bored and you're like, ah, yes. how do I entertain them? So how are these kids feeling? Um, the babies, like, like having a new baby, full stop. You know, in lockdown, in the pandemic, and then from the anxiety of even, oh my god, how are we gonna have these babies? (laughs) We were having conversations like, what's going on? And then thrown into the deep end with everything. And yes, okay, this may be our second children, but that just doesn't make it any easier at all mm-hmm. the whole lockdown pandemic and and just yeah it's been it's been a lot it's been a lot but thank god anyways because so much <sighs> even though the last few months have been you know a lot and 2020 has been a lot there has been mm-hmm. quite a bit of good that's come out of it as well you know we've got mm-hmm. to focus on thanking god that you know yeah. we've yeah. got health and you know th- things are Things could, things could always be worse, I guess. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. So Hard to imagine, but yeah, so we, we have to just thank God and forge ahead. Yeah, literally, like keep keep going. Yeah. Although I really don't know that, 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 that word autopilot. But you said something that really struck me and I even had to write it down because girl, that's, that's going to be one of my posts, okay? I'm nicking. <laughs> okay. Um, you know, something about being stubborn with your goals, but being flexible with the methods. I love that. I really, really love that because sometimes in your head, like as a business owner, you just think, yep, this is the end goal and this is it and this is, you know, this is what I'm going to do and this is, mm-hmm. and then something happens and just completely throws you off the mark. So, mm-hmm. Actually, you know, it's good to know what you want and of course have mm-hmm. your, your goal and your end goals. And but mm-hmm. as 2020 has shown anybody, mm-hmm. the ability to be flexible, the ability yeah. to, you know, pivot when you need to, the ability mm-hmm. to just, you know, just take your business in a new direction if it needs to go there. Indeed. It's okay. It's actually okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the process is, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal deal with, and it's, it's a lot to kind of take on. But as long as you're reaching your goal, yeah, whatever time that is, you know, enjoy the process. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all we're all in this together. We're all kind mm-hmm. of on this whole motherhood, business, career kind of journey. Yeah. yeah like it's it's not easy for anybody, and it's not yeah like do what you can and be flexible as much as possible because burnout is real burnout is real and that's not a that's not a situation you want to be in just because you're you know refusing to sort of be flexible yeah and let go of certain ideas let go yeah yeah wow what <laughs> what a question you sent me back to a few months ago where things were just so crazy like it was intense it, it was, was intense so... my love i don't like i don't even want to i don't think i don't think we actually knew what we were doing it was just like that you know what let's just leave that <laughs>
I'm happy to leave that. <laughs> My, next question, that. <laughs> My next question is like, what challenges have you faced over the time you've been running your business and how have you overcome them? Has, has there been any kind of particular thing that stood out that you'd like to talk to us about? Oh my God, hiring talent. Wow, okay. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, yes, outsource, outsource. But it's another thing to find the talent that works for you. So to put together a team of people or, and I've had some excellent successes with um, some people that I've hired, but at the same time, it's, it's a lot of work to yeah. for people to see that vision that you have and then buy into it and to mm-hmm. be able to deliver to the way you want it. You know, especially when you're quite specific in quarters to, I know what I want for my brand. So I think that's hard, right? I think actually putting together a team, as with many, even in the career, in the corporate world, people will tell you that hiring is hard, like finding talent is hard. And I think that translates to business as well. Putting together a team of people who buy into your vision, who understand where you're going and are looking to, to support you and also deliver to the standard that that I want um, and I'm looking for so for example I had to hire three people to just to get a logo right wow, and, okay. and I and I you know when you're like look this isn't what and it's not cheap but mm. I'm like this isn't what I'm this isn't what I'm going for why can you get my vision why can't you and it's not it's not that such people are not great or inefficient sometimes just just there's no symmetry right people just aren't getting it so that's definitely one challenge i faced in the past in the past week i've been trying to hire um like a ui ux designer slash developer just to fix a few things on the site and there's i've probably spoken to at least 20 people wow just trying to get that one person to do it, to fix a few niggles. So that for me has definitely been a challenge hiring. Um, And of course, funding. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, So just getting, getting the funds to put this together, you know, to, that has been the, the second challenge in just getting this going. So we appreciate that, you know, any, it's often difficult for women to to raise funds for their businesses and that's probably a challenge that so many other people can identify with but yeah those are my top two i would say for now for now wow um two very huge very valid kind of challenges because you know as a business owner like you said you've got your vision in your head and if somebody doesn't quite execute that correctly or you know you've spent money to get to this point and then it's just not done to the standard or how how you think it will be done mm-hmm. you're not necessarily an expert in it so you can't necessarily do it yourself it's just like exactly frustrating it's like yeah. what do you do? how do you get yeah. this um yeah I, I'm, I'm boy and this is maybe maybe a fault of mine but mm-hmm. everything you see with mums and tea learning with pretty much You've done it yourself. I've done it myself. And I can't let go. And and that's to a fault. And that's Mm -hmm. maybe because, you know, I I just, 
I'm, I'm, I find it very difficult to kind of relinquish control. Yeah. <laughs> but like, the thing is... Delegating is so hard. So, but I think because of you, you like to outsource and you're just like, okay, someone else that can do it, do it whilst I put my time in other things. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm not even a control freak. I'm just like, why, what, how can I give this to somebody else if they're just going to come and it's going to be wrong and I just don't have time for it. Let me just figure it out myself. So yeah. it's just like... That must be mind-blowing. Like, must be just really, really hard. I'm not even yeah. in that position. I need to get to that point, Sha. But, yeah. I, yeah, I know. I hear you. It's, it's, it's two ways. Because there's so many things I know as well that I should be outsourcing. Yeah. But I'm just like, oh, I'll just do it myself. You yeah. know, there's so many things that I do in my mind good enough. But it's still admin tasks and things mm. that are not, you know, this is not going to bring in any money. So why am I wasting time preparing yeah. like, you know, basic things, but it's a combination and it's a combination of both, but I hear you on the doing things yourself. The challenge, I guess, is when we then have to skill, right? We're going to have yeah. to learn how to, uh, how to trust people, how to delegate properly. It's definitely one of the marks of, you know, owning that business and then scaling into it as well yeah you're so right you're actually so right and and I uh, yeah I guess when it's just you um and you know you can kind of be the cook the cleaner the yeah, <laughs> the, person yeah. That, the person that does everything you know you yeah. can do that but once it starts getting big and it starts getting mm-hmm. you know just you like you actually just have to let go and and I guess this, these are these are the kind of things that you will come up come against but like yeah you're only as good as your team you are you are indeed that that is the phrase that is literally the phrase 100 i've got i've got background in hr and obviously interviewing and um that kind of thing so of course i know the value of like having good resources you know it sounds Mm -hmm. like as resources but you know it's people resource so it's it is what it is it is what it is yeah <laughs> literally um yeah if you if you're if you don't have a good team you are finished <laughs> yeah. Yeah. spending more time doing the things and mm-hmm. saying things and you know like just mm-hmm. yeah, so so much into it but yeah i i agree and funding girl mm-hmm. that's okay. another <laughs> that's even another podcast episode in itself because let me tell you between <laughs> bootstrapping between mm-hmm. capital crowdfunding Look, there's so many different options and it's like okay which one actually works for me which one yeah. am I even eligible to do mm-hmm. like you know, some people are not as fortunate to rely on the bank of you know family and friends yeah 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 so, uh, or they just you know there's just not enough capital to begin with mm-hmm. so it's like okay I have this idea I think it's viable mm-hmm. what do I where do I go from here money is often an issue why uh, things just don't go ahead and like it is we definitely need more platforms that uh, I did consider you know crowdfunding yeah as some sort of a launch and there was um there was a crowdfunding platform in collaboration with a UK bank I believe but it was the it was oversubscribed and there was no more you know availability yeah so Obviously, I couldn't go with that anymore. So yeah, we do need, and that's why, you know, that event I hosted last December is just really about, because many times, yes, so many webinars, so many resources, so many downloadable, so many, what's 
some women really need is the cash like 100 yeah you can't you can't keep saying webinars and tools and instagram pages and sometimes they just need the hard fat cash to 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 implement that idea and until we're honest and factual with ourselves that there's that funding gap then we're really making no progress yeah yeah there's definitely there's definitely and to be fair all these I think I think the the whole funding world they're kind of waking up, especially in the black, mm-hmm. black, you know with Black Lives Matter. People are kind of waking up and just seeing more and more this gap exists. Um, and hopefully, more things will be done about it. You know, um, talking is cheap. We need action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, are so businesses, there are so many things. There are so many people's ideas that you know are actual viable ideas and amazing mm-hmm. ideas that you know can make a difference. And yes just just boost the economy for sure yes, yes absolutely we're, we're not even getting a chance to get out there it's mm-hmm. yeah it's really sad even though like you know it's, it's something something's just it's very striking because you know part of the reason why i started this podcast is because i've read that you know globally black women start businesses way more than anybody else oh oh absolutely way absolutely more than anybody else and even in the uk like we contribute so much to the economy but how that that there's a there's a disconnect between mm-hmm. all right business and the scale-ups and the you know funding that we receive or yeah yeah and definitely people at the top that are actually making the big bucks and the millions and you just think well what, what happened there you know mm-hmm. but you know it's also and that's something I'm hoping we can come together. And sometimes it's also the access, right? It's also mm-hmm. that the access to the opportunities because we don't know where, where this money is sort of like coming from. We're not in the rooms where the monies are being, where the startups are being funded. Or, and, yeah. and for me, it's important for us. It's important that women have access to that network right and it could be between me and you say for example you know someone who you know you know you have links and some um vcs or angel investors if we don't have access to that network then Mm -hmm. we're not going anywhere it's almost like that old boys club and that's where you see a lot of you know a lot of startups it's it's through their network so with with the up women i'm really hoping that i can pull together this global network of women because not everything starts and stops on instagram right or they're the the real decisions are not they're not made on social media the people who have the connects are not necessarily in your comment section so it's for me it's about pulling those people together and saying look how can we truly come together to help women in you know in their businesses in their careers how can we be an opportunity circle be a money circle and be a network circle because it really shouldn't take one two three people that you know and you should be in the rooms where decisions are being made where opportunities are are available that's truly 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 what i'm hoping you know with this and and of course with all the platforms that that we're, we're all building yeah, amazing, amazing. I, but I do want to play devil's advocate here. And mm-hmm. so, I know you say about access, but then when you have access self and you actually do know about these things and then just you see the certain area yeah. oh, and it's just, it's not even just, oh, you know, people have to lower it when it comes to black women or mm-hmm. black women or anything, but mm-hmm. sometimes 
you look at some of the criteria, you look at some of these um, eligibility things, mm-hmm. and you think, oh, I'm here, I know about these things, I just don't even, my business doesn't even fulfill half of these criteria with the funding and the grants and the things and things yeah. that I apply for. So I think it's one thing knowing about it, but then it's another thing like, can we even apply for them if we do know about we, it? You know, access, when I, when I, I think when I talk about access and network, it's yeah. more about the reason or in a way why there's no, to, 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 you know, to bring this to, to uh, our circumstances now. Yeah. The reason those criteria are set in such a way that they are beyond our reach is because there's nobody advocating for us on that table where the criteria is. You see what I mean? So 100%. if we, if there's a, someone who understands how we're growing businesses and we're bootstrapping and you know there's a black woman there and she sees the struggles or even a woman who is soaking on social mobility and all of that mm-hmm. right there at the table where this that's what we need right yeah. yeah those people who and that's the network i'm hoping that we can tap so even if it's one person we say okay look this is what and now network I feel like I'm going on a rant now, but no, I'm never. No, no. <laughs> no, let's talk. Let's honestly, we, we have to get these issues out there. You know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a woman who is right there at the table, but your network can be still widespread, right? It could be if it's a man who's there um, and who is open to these things or who has a a friend or a sister or a, you know, who's connected, it's that connection. Then that, you know, whoever is in our network one-on-one can say, oh, look, my cousin is on the table where, or works in this VC or is the one putting out this grant or blah, blah, blah. Or maybe mm. I'll speak to him mm. to, you know, let me know what issues you're really facing. That is the kind of wide network I'm really thinking about here. Just, yeah. Um, yeah, I love big, that. Yeah, I just think we need. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's I'm being super, there. there's super a lot, ambitious. There's a lot there to unpick, honestly. There is. There is. I think that's the beauty of kind of what you're, what you're, what you've set out to do because it kind of covers and it highlights this. That and, and let is, me give a yeah. let me give a practical example. Yeah. You know, with with the with the event I had last year. Obviously, I had the the vision to okay, let me see how we can crowdfund, raise a thousand pounds, help one woman in her business. But mm-hmm. I wasn't sure in terms of partnerships, right? In terms of where would we, what venue would we use? Who would support this? Who would? And it was my friend who you know we went to uni together, who now yeah. works at a big city firm, and he was like, oh, surely my firm should be able to i can reach out to them and let's see what we can do together in terms of um you know providing the space mm-hmm. for, for for this event and he said if he had been earlier maybe there would have been like a full funding but for now you know it's that kind of thing and that's what i mean by network so if i'm yeah. in a space where again people are talking about oh women need this i'm like okay let me tap into my wider network and see is there anything we can do is there anyone i know is there anyone putting together these grants how can we make sure that it's more beneficial to people at the grassroots right and that's what i need people to do because we all have these networks we just have to find a way to harness it for our own benefit connect those dots yes to do connect those dots I like that. I really like that. And that's a really good practical example of what you're trying to say. It is, it is, you know, 
it's it's a really practical example of you know your your network being your net worth almost almost yeah yeah to basically join the upwoman community so (laughs) expand on your network and your network and you know get things popping for your businesses okay and you and you yeah but aside that we'll still continue to put up you know all of the resources and the blogs and the workshops and the webinars of course all of these things that we want to do to just because women have so much potential i could talk about it for ages my my mission and and hope is just to make sure that we're living out this potential and we're not you know hindered by any of these these things really yeah no completely understand um thank you so much that gives brings us to the end of part one we're gonna go over to part two now so okay some people have um asked us some questions and okay asked uh pretty much the same question which i've merged into one this week okay Um, it's hey sinica i've wanted to get some tips on building a community i'm thinking of starting something to help women and mothers in my area and would appreciate any tips which i thought was really strong and actually really mm-hmm. um, timely especially because you know of what you're doing with your community mm-hmm. and obviously i've got the mums and tea community so yeah mm-hmm. I mean, do you have any tips <laughs> i would say cliche as it is a couple of things one is to just start community is so important like there's so many people who just need that extra yes um you know that extra hug just that to a chance to feel seen a chance to feel supported a chance to know that they're not alone so if you're in if you're doubting whether someone else out there needs the community that you're thinking to provide i would say yes they do even if they haven't told you so you feel passionate about it absolutely just go ahead and start start on whatsapp start on telegram start on instagram start on facebook get the medium that you think works best for you and your for your proposed community and just begin to you know put out content but and also put out content create value with you with your community you have to make sure that you're creating value what are people what do you want people to come to you for is it clear um is it actionable is there you know would they see it and share it would they feel seen within that space and finally i would say don't rush yourself Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Um, just pace yourself be conscious that you're doing this for other people be conscious Mm -hmm. that your so it's not it's not going to literally as they say blow overnight yeah we wouldn't start today and all of a sudden it's the next you know it's the hottest thing on the street yeah Um, things take time communities take time let your passion encourage you let your passion move you your your vision to just help people and bring people together um i would say those are my top three tips in in building a community and gathering women mothers in your area i think i really really like your tips i really agree with all of them um to add i think I like the one, especially where it's like, you know, community kind of doesn't happen overnight. It like, mm-hmm. it, I think I've read somewhere, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. By God's grace, all. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> overnight success. But, you know, I think for me, the meaning is like, you're going to have to put the work in. Don't just expect, mm-hmm. boom, something to happen. Right. And 
you know of course in the age of like social media and going viral and that kind of thing yes of course that may happen but it may not so obviously just not getting disheartened when things don't necessarily go your way and mm-hmm. you know pacing yourself like you said like creating real connections and knowing that you know the community is kind of bigger than you it's serving other people it's not an easy it's no easy fate and Mm -hmm. always remembering why you're doing it it's yeah I I love all your points all of your points thank Um, you yeah I I would say in terms of building a community Mm -hmm. I can only speak on kind of what's worked for me is just being your authentic self true Um, that's always going to draw people. Um, the people that are meant to be on your platform people, exactly. will stay and the ones that don't won't. Um, mm-hmm. But it's okay if you lose followers because they were never kind of for you anyway. Mm-hmm. But the more people that are coming and staying and, you know, liking what you're putting out there and you're engaging with and having actual meaningful conversations because you're being your authentic self, you know, you're bringing yourself to the table. Um, I think you don't don't ever underestimate that. I know social media kind of paints a picture of you. Know, you've got to be perfect, and you know mm-hmm. your life has got to be look a certain type of way. But actually, what people want is real life. So sure. never ever underestimate the power of just being yourself. Yeah, people people that are drawn to you will be drawn to you. Whoever's for you will be for you. Um, yeah, I definitely learned that over the years. Um, Absolutely. I think- Definitely consistency, like and mm-hmm. even minus the whole, you know, burnout and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Of course, like when you need to stop, stop. But being consistent because you're if you're serving people, you're serving your community as well as adding value. You kind of have to be consistent as well. Post, post, post. Yeah, you can't just yeah. You like you literally have to again have those meaningful conversations you have mm-hmm. to engage and you have to be consistent because that's yes. going to get seen we know how these alg- algorithms stay okay i know i know not working your favor so if you're constantly not just putting things out there to put things out there of course be mm-hmm. content and really think it through think how you're going to add value um yeah i i think that's something that's really helped you know even on the even on the days that you don't want to post like yeah kind of ahead and you know maybe for the week or for the month however mm-hmm. you know whatever's easier for you think of all right cool what can i what what content can i put out there that's gonna you know that's gonna help and push uh my mission forward and help others and get me seen more um mm-hmm. and um also knowing Knowing what your, I think you, I think you may have already mentioned this, but like knowing what your core pillars are, which will then mm-hmm. in turn, um, kind of, so you know what your content is kind of going to be. Content is, yes. Knowing what your four pillars are, three, three or four pillars are, what your core mm-hmm. main things that you speak about, that mm-hmm. you want to do for, um, yeah, and, and, and kind of just building on that um yeah gosh what else can I say I don't think I've got three I may have had three I I think some of them are intertwined with yours but yes yes no you've made some really excellent points yeah excellent excellent points yeah just go for it just do it honestly just do it and even on the start yeah literally like I I always say this and I'm always very open with this like Mm -hmm. what you see and what I built over what three and a bit years Mm -hmm. sometimes 
but in the beginning anyway, I had a meetup and nobody turned up. Yep. Stop me. It was going to, but I thought mm-hmm. to myself, that's just a blip in the road. And yes. I know that. Yes. Like, don't, don't let it stumble in the road to the end of the journey. You know? Literally, literally. I read a quote, um, mm. is that when you get tired, rest. Mm. Rest, indeed. That also applies to when you're not seeing results. Yes. Sometimes rest, sometimes, okay, mm, this isn't quite working out. What do mm-hmm. I need to do? Take a step back. Do, do what you need to do, but don't ever quit. Don't quit. Yeah. This is something that, you know, maybe God's placed on your heart or something that you're mm-hmm. doing. Whatever you do, don't quit. Like, don't quit. Yeah. To want to take some time out, it's okay to want to sit back and rethink and pivot your business, take it in a new direction. In it, Eden. Yes, girl. <laughs> but um, if you're really serious about like community and building a community and that kind of thing, don't quit because some people literally are looking up to you, and that's that's something you've kind of got to remember when you're doing these you know when you're when you're doing these things for women for mothers um, just to build your community yeah it's just to know that there are people on the other side of what you're doing uh, on the other side of that post on the other side of you know whoever bought your ticket for event right there like there are actual real people on the end of that yeah so yeah I guess those are kind of my my main points I think there's a lot for, for, you know, both of the ladies who asked the questions to, to pick from there, just start, you know, and, and keep going. And as long as it's something you're really passionate about, it would be, you would gain, you would be happy, serve the people that are there first. Don't look to get, oh, until I get a million people, then I'll stop posting valuable content. Make sure that you're serving. If you have 50 people who believe in you and your vision, if you have 100, if you have 20, be sure to serve the people at the table first. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, I love that. Yeah, no, 100%. Even if you have just the one person that yeah. Or more, that's community. Do you know what that I mean? is? Yeah, don't even watch your follower count, don't watch any of that. Like, that will grow, that everything will, it will, it will all happen. Just you know, be authentic and actually, like you said, like reach the people that you're trying to reach. It's so important, whether it, whether okay. it's five or five thousand or fifty thousand. Yep, yeah, yeah, love so that. true. I really love that. And what a nice way to round off and end this amazing. What a wonderful time I've had. I've had such a lovely, lovely time with you this evening. Thank you so much. No, thank you. We've touched on so many different topics. Like you've been And I feel like we could keep going. <laughs> no, 100 percent We can definitely keep going, but we've got to call it a day. <laughs> Um, we may have to get we might have to do a part two because there's actually just so much to talk about yeah please let the audience know let the listeners know where they can find you in your business so this is you know a chance for you to plug yourself and and everything you do 
Sure, absolutely. I mean, honestly, my priority is that you guys follow the Elf Women <laughs> because yes. that is, you know, that is really the platform and the community for us. And there's so much coming in the membership, the resources, monthly experts, you know, like the events, discounts. It's a full circle of incredible women who are moving up and leveling up and growing up and glowing up together yes <laughs> and and so, glowing. yeah so absolutely um with so much so much coming so please follow the up women on instagram it's the up women and follow on twitter and facebook on linkedin as well if you're nice. into linkedin definitely follow us on linkedin and sign up to the newsletter so just go to theupwomen.com and sign up to our newsletter there's so many awesome resources and articles like like Tinuka mentioned one of the career resources we sent through last week I think that was really really good if I say so myself it was, um, dope. It was so good I was like <laughs> wow a fully fledged free 18 page document I know nah, you really do yeah you do your thing and people yeah. people will honestly be really blessed even just by that newsletter alone but there's so much more like you said yes there is there is and then when our membership opens up definitely consider joining in as a founding member that would be you know at a significant discount so that's something also to look forward to in the next couple of weeks and if you'd like to follow me my personal page and my motherhood content and all of that which you probably should because there's a ton of good information on there as well and um, on <laughs> i'm on catchy t so um k-a-c-h-e-e-t-e-e i'm sure tino care would link it as well yeah, and it'll be lovely to connect with to connect with you guys to connect with all the awesome moms listening and everyone else <laughs> wow you're phenomenal thank you so thank much you. this has been amazing and everybody please do check out um, both the platforms I will um, obviously put them in the show notes as well the links to them but thank you so much how amazing um, this has been a really insightful um, and just a really chatty podcast so I'm really really excited about this episode and thank you for your time and we will see you very soon thank you for having me and my love to the kids thank you <laughs> okay mama bye bye you have been listening to the What's the Tea podcast by Mums and Tea. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you again next week for another episode.